right. So welcome to the Bill for the Trades podcast, where our goal here is to inspire tradesmen and women to push past their comfort zones and really level up their lives. Um, and the way we're going to do that is just hear transformational stories from people who have been there and done that. And today I have an awesome guest on, a good friend of mine, Stephen Christopher. Welcome to the show, Stephen. What's going on, Dan? Thanks for having me on, man. Really, really grateful. My pleasure. So today we're going to talk about something that is so prevalent in the trades, just so prevalent in life in general. What am I talking about? Stress, right? Reducing stress, getting more clear and on, on where it is you're going. And then uh, just being able to make decisions because there's so many times in, in working with, with uh, business owners and leaders in the trades that uh, we, we get in our own way. So, so we're going to talk through that. Stephen's got some great tips to share. I mean, we've known each other for a long time and you share some things with me that's really transformed my life. So I can't wait to share that with our audience. But before we do, Stephen, hop in here and share a little, uh, a little more about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's see. I've been an entrepreneur for about 2022. What is that? Uh, 18 years, something like that. If you don't include the businesses I had in like high school and the car wash that I started when I was 14, which were legitimate businesses. So I think I was just, <laughs> I was just kind of born an entrepreneur. I just, I love it. Um, so I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. I have been in digital marketing since 2009 is when I founded my first agency. And then we really niched down in the digital marketing space, uh, solely into home service and, uh, shortly after that. So a few years after that. So, I mean, we've been doing home service digital marketing for quite some time now. Um, and I love it. And we picked the industry because it, at the time it was dramatically underserved. We had a couple clients that were in it and, uh, I don't know, it just felt really fun. We really liked working with, uh, home service business owners, local services, local business owners that, that really care about their teams and care about their community. Um, so we niched down and just got really good at it. And, that's kind of what we've been doing ever since uh, from an entrepreneur side. And then some of the things you alluded to, like on the mindset side and just personal growth. I mean, man, I started, I started reading personal growth books 15 years ago and business development books 15 years ago. And dude, I swear I've read almost every book you can possibly think of. I mean, I used to read like a book a week wow. and I was always looking for an answer right? I was, I was looking for something and I really didn't know exactly what I was looking for. I just, I was like, there's got to be more. There's got to be an answer. I've got to find a way to make more money. I've got to find a way to be happier. I've got to find a way to have better relationships. And um, I'm thankful that I did that. I'm thankful that I had that drive to seek. But probably several years ago, I started to realize that the answer I was looking for was not to be found in any book. The answers that I was looking for were were found within me. And so I really started going down this path of like getting to know my, whatever you want to call it, my true self, my higher self, my soul, um, whatever that is. Right. Uh, and it's been a really, really cool journey. And so that has helped me become a less stressed person, um, a much better leader, much better at training and coaching my team on how to live better lives, how to not you know freak out all the time and worry about stuff all the time, um, how to be a much better husband. Um, I'm a new father, much better father than I would have been 10 years ago. Uh, and it's just become a lot less stressful to, to not always be seeking something, 
right? Like, oh my gosh, I got to figure out like how to grow. How do I grow the business? How do I grow this? How do I grow personally? How do I make more money? Um, dude, my mind used to drive me insane. And uh, so anyway, I don't know. That's kind of a, a little bit of an intro. Um, I do some talks on like things like meditation, mindfulness, living with less stress, living more fulfilled lives. And those have been going really well the last year or two. Um, and I don't know. I just enjoy helping people see something different inside of them so that they don't always think that the answer is outside of them, meaning that they're separate from it, which causes a lot of stress. Wow. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm, I'm totally in, man. I, I can't wait to learn more about, <laughs> about how, how, how I do this. And, uh, you know, by the end of the show today, we're, I, I know you have some great tips to share with our audience, but, um, just thinking about what you do, like, I think it's cool that your mission really is to inspire others, inspire others to become more, because that's really my mission too. And why I do what I do is, is just to help people become better versions of themselves. Cause that's really what leadership is, you know, leadership is influence. And so if you're leading the charge of your business, you either want to, you're either, uh, you know, influencing people in a positive direction or you're influencing people in a negative direction. It's as simple as that. Um, and, and then from there, everything else flows. So let's just dive in. Let's dive in, Stephen. So tell us more about like, you know, you're running a, a, a digital marketing company. You and I met back in those days. Um, you're right. Back in those days, it was a very underserved market. Um, we met through, through that avenue. And uh, you've been doing that a while, but life is so much more than just making money and, and running a business to really be fulfilled. There's a lot more to that. Um, so, so go ahead and share more about like when you started to, to learn that, like you shared, there's more to it. What is kind of the first step that you took to, to, to start being more fulfilled in that area? Yeah. So let's see the step the first step to take to starting to be more fulfilled. Um, let's start here. I mean, think about this, right? Most of us as entrepreneurs, especially when we are still running our business, we're still kind of the, the leading or we're still leading the charge in our business. We're still doing operations. We're still doing sales. We're still doing training. We're still doing hiring. We're still kind of running all of those things. And we think that we have no extra time and we just we tend to always feel like okay if i could just find the right answer then my business will secretly like just blow up and grow and become amazing mm -hmm. but if you're but if we're honest with ourselves and we really look back at the history of what we've already done at least for me i i had read you know all kinds of books i had gone to all kinds of masterminds i had gone to you know very specific um masterminds and groups on how to grow a digital agency, uh, how to do better leadership training and stuff like that. And I was all, I always still kind of felt the same way. And actually a lot of times I would feel even worse because then I would have a, this, this huge to-do list of like 15 more things that I learned every time I read a new book or every time I went to some sort of a, um, you know, a big, trade show or something like that, you get all these things. You're like, oh, dude, like, look, I got this list of 15 things that I can do. And if I can just do these things, I'm going to be uh, much more successful in business and I'm going to be out of the day to day. And then I'm going to make more money and then I'm going to be happier. And then my wife's going to be happier or my husband. Right. And, and what's happening in our mind is we're, we're actually playing tricks on ourselves. 
right? Because what happens when we get back? We, we get right back into the grind of business. Then a week goes by and we see the list of items that we, that we took from the trade show or the book. And yeah. then we feel like crap because we haven't done any of them. They don't seem as exciting as they did when we were at the trade show. We're not, we're not really interested in trying to implement them because we just don't see how we could do it. We don't have the time. We don't have the resources. So then we feel bad. And then what do you do? You throw the, the yellow pad with the ideas in the drawer to try to hide it from ourselves. And you just go back to trying to survive. Mm-hmm. So I guess kind of where I'm going with all of this is I want to open people's minds a little bit to the path that you're probably on that you keep going further and faster down probably needs to be changed, not just keep going further and faster down that path. And so some of the stuff that we'll probably end up talking about today, like mindfulness practices, meditation, you know, internal fulfillment. I mean, hell, maybe we even talk a little bit about the higher self and the soul and stuff like that. I want to get people, uh, I want to open their minds a little bit to being more ready to listen to some of this stuff. Because again, we, we trick ourselves in thinking if we just go faster and faster and further down the same path we're on, we're going to get a different result. But that's kind of the definition of insanity. So how many times have you gone to the trade show? How many times have you read a book? How many times you bought an audio CD or whatever? And you're all excited when you're reading it. Again, you have your list of 15 things and then it's in the drawer in three weeks and you're frustrated with yourself and you feel worse because now you're like, God, I'm never going to get ahead. I'm never going to be able to actually do anything. Right. So I want people to think like, okay, cool. Be willing to be open to stuff that might be a little different and seem easier than the way that we typically try to go down the path and effort. Um, so anyway, now, <laughs> now that I gave some big intro, just to get, no, uh, just to get people's minds out of it a little bit more, like the way to being, so think about this. So be honest with yourself. Like why, why are you doing the things you're doing? Right. So let's just say, you know, somebody listening, they own a, I don't know, like a 700,000, maybe a million dollar company, maybe half a million dollar company or hell, maybe it's one guy in a truck that's just started yesterday. Um, you gotta be, you gotta be honest with yourself about why are you really doing what you're doing, right? Well, you're doing it to what, to, to make more money, have a little more freedom. Okay. And what are those things going to get you? Well, if you get more money and you get more freedom, what are you going to get next? Well, you're going to get, or at least we think we're going to get a little more happiness, a little more fulfillment, a little more free time, a little more joy out of life. Mm -hmm. Right. So Ultimately, if we, if we remember why we're doing what we're doing and we start going after those things more intentionally today, we can actually circumvent some of the standard ways that most people will try to get that. Most people will work for 20, 30, 40 years thinking, oh, once I make it, which whatever that means, right? You never make it. I mean, yeah. you know how it is, Dan. Like, <laughs> when you started, when you started, it's right. Like the first, the first day is like, okay, dude, when I hit a million dollars in revenue a year, yeah. like I made it right. Well, what happens when you cross a million, dude, you got, you got no money. You're trying to hire, you got like no operations. You need way more people. You got no sales. Then you hit two or 3 million and you're like, oh dude, when I hit two or 3 million, man, I, I got it. 
Yeah. Hell no, dude. It just gets, it gets crazier <laughs> and crazier. So just really, really think about why we're doing what we're doing, right? It's ultimately to have more fun and fulfillment and experience of life. And so That's- we can kind of start to circumvent that by doing some of these things that we'll talk about today so that we can already have more fun, more fulfillment and stuff like that along the way. And when you're in that place, when you're in that place of like ease and not as much stress and fun and happiness and things like that, what happens? Well, you're a lot better off. You're a much better person to your family or your friends or whoever's around you. You're a hell of a lot better leader. You have a lot more time to really dive into certain things like, you know, Dan, I know you guys are huge on leadership, right? Well, you still have to do leadership training, yeah. but you're going to have a lot more time to focus on the important things. And you're going to be coming at it from an angle of somebody that's actually happy. And you're not, you're not learning leadership in this stressed mode of, okay, God, I got to learn leadership so that I can make more money so that I can be happier so that I can be more fulfilled. Right. Like let's, let's, let's allow ourselves to be a little bit more fulfilled with the life we have today so that we can create just a much better version of ourselves. And then we go and learn the things that, you know, the very specific things we need to learn. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what people believe about the universe and how whatever manifestation and all that stuff works. I I could go really deep into it, but ultimately I think most people believe if you're a little bit happier, if you're a little bit less stressed, you're a little more fulfilled, you enjoy what you're doing a little bit more every day, what's going to happen? You're going to be a hell of a lot more successful, a hell of a lot faster than if you're just approaching it from like this constricted, crappy, like you wake up in the morning, you're like, got to hit the ground running, man, got to get to work. Um, it, It just doesn't work like that. I mean- how many, how many people, Dan, you've, you know, you've met like really, really wealthy, uh, successful business people. Like, dude, they're not running around like crazy. They're like, they're at ease, right? They're at peace. Like they're kind of cruising through life. Now they work their asses off, but they do it from this different place. And that's what I want people to recognize is that focus some of your time and energy and attention on living from this new place now, not when you hit some sort of future, whatever goal that I promise you, when you hit the goal that you think you have written down in your bathroom mirror, that's going to make you happy. I have really crappy news for you. It's not going to make you happy. So you have to work on this part of yourself in order to be happy. Nothing outside of you will, will be able to make you happy. Yeah, Stephen, as you were talking through that, and I know we haven't gotten to the the first step, like the first point, but <laughs> you brought up so many good things. I was taking notes. Uh, the picture in my head is, you know, growing up in the country, doing a lot of like off-road driving in the mud and things, going down all country roads and stuff. I, I just picture like as you're going through life, you get on those old muddy roads with your truck and you're driving through the same ruts that you've driven through every day. You just sometimes you drive faster, sometimes you drive slower. And then all of a sudden one day you're like, hey, I think I want to try to get off the same little rut and get over on the road just a little bit. What what typically happens? All right. You slide back down that rut again yeah. because that's where you've continued to go day in and day out. And so 
for people listening, having that picture in their head, realizing that like, after you listen to this podcast and you take away like one key point that you want to change in your life or something in your routine, you want to change, realize that it's like, you're getting out of that rut, the same rut that you've done day in and day out, but you may slide back into it. So you got to be able to get back out of it and create a new rut that creates positive change because that's one thing I stand behind all the time is that like, if you want to see change for your life, if you want to see different results, you have to do something different. You can't just yeah. keep waking up and doing the same things and just doing it harder. Because like you said, I have been around a lot of very successful people and um, they spend a lot of their times and a lot of their time in meditation and their journal, uh, thinking about the future, the vision, and also staying present and really, really being clear on where they're at and where they want to go, but also clearing their communications with their team and stuff. They're not, uh, they're not putting out fires and doing all, the, all those different things. So um, it's just a completely different mindset, but it starts today, right? Like you said, whether you're, you're running your own company, you're, you're a service manager, you're just wanting to be a better father or better mother for your family or better husband or better wife. Like today's the day to just add a new little practice to what you do. And um, I have a tattoo on my arm, but one thing that I think about when it comes to just um, manifestation in your life, like your thoughts, become your words, become your actions, become your results. Right. And it, even going back beyond that, it's who you surround yourself with. What are you letting, what are you watching? What are you listening to really become a result? So when I'm working with my clients and people in the trades, I'm really focused on like, like, why are you thinking these thoughts and speaking these words? Because I know that if I can get them to stop speaking um, with doubt, you know, to stop speaking with negative thought or negative words. Like it really helps your leadership too. Cause not only are you more confident and you're more positive, but it, it, it that creates an influence on the people that you're leading. So it's yeah. cool that we're going to go through and talk about that today. And, you know, I, I, going back to people who are, who are sometimes older, more successful, like I surround myself with those people and the one piece of wisdom I always receive that I feel like it's at the top of the list of every person who reflects back on their life is, you know, Dan, you know, cause I, I have four young kids and married to an amazing woman, but they say the one thing that I regret in my life is that I did not spend more time with my kids, with my wife in those prime years. And I'm, I'm kind of going deep here, but I always take that and I realize like, wow, like I have, I have that wisdom now. Like they've blessed me with that knowledge that if we do find, if we do try to find our success and money and things, and we think that's going to bring happiness and joy in our lives, we're completely missing it. You know, it's like, if I, if I can stop for a second and say that person did not do that, but they're sharing that with me. So now today I'm going to go home and I'm going to be present with my family and I'm going to really enjoy where I'm at and really look around and say like, wow, like look at all these things that God has blessed me with in my life. It's a completely different perspective, but I say that humbly saying that how many times do I, I know this, right? How many times a week do I actually do that? Some weeks, zero times a week, you know, yeah. and some weeks I do it every day, you know, but it just really depends like knowing that about myself and knowing that that's where I find my happiness. It's, it's slowing down and being present enough to do that is really important. Yeah. Well, you know, we've talked about this before, but I'm a firm believer that our outer world, meaning 
what happens in our physical world, right? Like, you know, money, success, business, things, even friendships, all of that kind of stuff. Our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. So if you don't like what's happening in your outer world, if you don't like where your business is, your relationships are, there's only one place to start working on it. You don't effort to change it in the outer world. That takes way too long. It takes way too much work and it's always painful. You've got to work on the inner world first. And so, you know, you mentioned like presence, right? Uh, I'm a huge, I mean, presence is like my number one focus in life uh, all day, every day. If I can, if I can be present, everything around me happens in these really amazing ways. I mean, hell, you say you have a tattoo. I got a tattoo. That means <laughs> presence and a couple other things around like manifestation and things like that. Um, but, you know, here's something to try on to understand this at a deeper level, right? Because what happens most of the time, right? Like we own a business or we work a lot. We work all day. We go home you know, the kids start crawling on you and stuff and your wife's got some stuff or some, your husband's got some stuff that they want you to do. Well, what happens? Like you're frustrated, right? So let's think about why are you actually frustrated? Like start paying attention to it. You're frustrated because your mind is telling you, you quote unquote, should be working because you should be doing more for the day. You've got this huge to-do list, blah, blah, blah. So your mind is creating all of this massive amounts of frustration. And then now on top of it, you start to get annoyed that the kids won't leave you alone. Your wife or husband won't leave you alone. You got to take the trash out. So now you've compounded your frustration. But everybody's heard from you know wealthy or older people like, man, I wish I spent more time with my family. But who actually does it? I mean, you know, Dan, you're <laughs> like one of the, you're one of like the best, you know, family men, leaders, mindfulness people that I know probably in all of the trades. And if you're struggling to do it one time certain weeks, I, I think that tells us what's really happening out there in the rest of the world. Yeah. So here's, here's a, something to try on. When you s create separation, right? So we'll talk a little bit about meditation and different things, but create some separation between let's just say work and home in this instance. So when you get in your car to leave the office or your last appointment or whatever it is, before you start driving home, take one, two, or three minutes, sit back in your chair, close your eyes. And all you do is just focus on your breath, nothing else. I don't want you to think about whatever. I don't want you to say, um, or, you know, do weird stuff. Like <laughs> just sit back in your, in your chair close your eyes and put all of your intention on your breath going in and out. And that's it. Do it for a minute or two, start a timer on your phone and then drive home and through the drive home, start to let go of any thoughts that are coming up that are related to work and all of the stuff that you're going to leave, leave behind, um, leave behind, thoughts of stress, like when you're driving, if you're sitting in traffic, like don't try to rush home. If you drive 90 miles an hour, weaving in and out of traffic, you're going to make it home like three minutes faster than if you just drive normal and just kind of cruise and you're going to be a hell of a lot less stressed. So use that time to let go of those things that, um, that are from work. When you get home, when you get in the driveway or get in the garage, do the exact same thing. One, two, three minutes, 
sit back in your chair, close your eyes and just focus on your breath and just be present right there. So when you focus on your breath, you're focusing on your body, which pulls your, your thinking kind of out of your mind. It pulls your focus out of all of, all of your thoughts because you'll never be able to stop your thoughts, right? We have 60,000 thoughts a day on average is what science tells us. You can never stop that stream of thoughts. It's always going to be there. It's always moving. But what you can do is you can kind of remove yourself from it, let the thoughts keep going in the background, but not really give them that much attention. So you get home, you do this again. You walk inside, you see you know, family, whatever, whoever lives at your house, your dog, your cat, um, your bird, whatever it is that you got going on. And in that moment, see if you can get so present that you can actually feel what's happening. Like we'll use kids, right? Your kid comes and runs, runs to you. Your wife comes or your husband comes and what runs to you, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And they have a smile on their face and they're happy to see you in that moment right there. If you can be truly honest with yourself and you can be somewhat present, what are you feeling in that moment? Because ultimately what you're most likely feeling is this huge amount of happiness, fulfillment, um, joy, you know, whatever, whatever you describe that emotion as, right? And the only reason why we miss that is because most of the time when we walk in the door, our mind is still somewhere else. Our mind is still at work. It's on all the things that we should have done, haven't done yet, all the reasons that we're failing, all the reasons why we can never hit the million dollar mark, whatever it is. So we miss one of the most important things in our entire life that ultimately is what we're going for anyway. Right. We talked about it earlier. Like, why do we want to build a company so we can have freedom, so we can have money? Why do we want freedom and money so that we can have joy, so we can have fulfillment, so we can have inner peace, all of these things? And you have it right in front of you at the end of the day when you go, you know, go home or go wherever it is you go, but we miss it. Right. So we work 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years to try to get to some feeling that if we're, if we have to be honest with ourselves, that we have right in front of us at that moment. And this goes all the way back to this inner world or the outer world reflects the inner world. So if we can start to recognize and feel that we already have a lot of those things that we actually want, now our inner world is much more aligned and our outer world will begin to reflect that. The human mind gets all jacked up and messed up thinking that, oh, hey, I have to figure out how to grow a one or two or 10 or $20 million company and I have to effort for it. But ultimately, that's just not how that's that's just ultimately not how the, the universe really works. When we're in alignment, things will happen more magically. And so we can get into alignment with these basic things that happen in our life right now. I mean, hell, even at work, like if you got nobody at home but you have people at work, I guarantee you at some point, somebody's going to be happy to see you or happy to learn something from you. But we miss it because we're sitting there running from one meeting to the next. And we're not even giving that person the time of day. And we're not even recognizing that we can get fulfillment because of the impact that we're having on them or the impact that we're having on the customer. So it's funny, right? We, we spend all of our lives chasing something that's literally in front of us at, at moment after moment after moment during the day, right? But most of us just don't ever stop to actually feel that. And we're not honest with ourselves about how great it feels. 
and how like i don't know about you but i've played this exercise where i'll close my eyes and i'll say all right i have 10 million dollars in the bank and i'm like all right what do i feel i'm like it feels fun feels exciting and if i'm really honest with myself then i start thinking okay well i got 10 million dollars in the bank that means that i probably also have a company i probably also have employees <laughs> i probably also have problems and so it's like well shoot like can I keep that money? Like, man, I'm going to have to invest it. And then I'm going to have to make 10% a year. And then I might have to work again. Right. So like, I'm already, I'm like stressed again. Yeah. So even the $10 million in the bank example, doesn't feel as good as if I'm present, like with my daughter for 30 seconds. Mm. Right. It's crazy. So we, we think that we're chasing these things that will give us a feeling when ultimately we have the feeling right in front of us. And then when we have that feeling inside, it will reflect and we will have amazing things in life. Like, dude, that's how you grow companies. That's how you, you grow leadership. That's how you build teams. That's, I don't know, man, like you're just, you're magnetic at that point, right? Like you've all seen the, you know, the, the trash guy, it's like super happy and everybody loves talk, you know, talking to him and like that, that's that. That's it. Yeah. And also, <laughs> also just, being present with your team and your family. I mean, either way you look at it, 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 it helps your leadership, right? Like there's yeah. so many times we're somewhere else and we miss an opportunity to just engage with somebody, brighten their day, serve somebody. And it could be anywhere in your life, but you're right. Like the trash guy who's happy, enjoys his job, loves, loves what he do. It's infectious. And, um, you know, and, and really that's how you change your environment, your business, your family, change the world as one person at a time. So that's really, really cool to see and, and, and really cool to think about because we, you know, even my drive from home is only three minutes from, from work to home is only three minutes, but I can <laughs> do that exercise and be in a different state when I get home. And also yeah, like leave, leave it, leave it all there, right? Mm -hmm. Like leave it where it is because for the, for most of us, you're not going to, you're not going to do anything about the work stuff when you walk in the door at home, Right but you're going to sit there and think about it. It's, it's, it's ridiculous when you actually ponder it for a moment. So you're going to sit there and just let your mind spin. It, thinking about it is not going to solve the problem, right? We, we think that it will. And that's why we, we let our minds sit there and spin. It's not. So if you're ever going to be diligent about something, be diligent about paying attention to what are you focusing on and what are you giving attention to? especially when it comes to the thoughts that are running through your head versus where you actually are physically in the world. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine the other day, and we were talking about, we're talking about giving and giving in life. And I, I heard, I heard a story of a guy who said, you know, Dan, you know, like when I start making a million dollars a year, I'm going to start giving to charity. And I'm like, Hmm. Okay. I can kind of see why you're thinking that. But the reality is, is if, if you're not giving at the income that you're making now, you're not going to be giving at the income that you're making when you're making a million dollars a year, right? It's not about that result or that money or whatever it is that's going to allow you to, to be a better person. So it's the same thing in meditation, right? And, and being present and being fulfilled. Like, you know, when you, whenever you, like you said, when you, whenever your business hits $5 million in revenue and not all of a sudden, now I'm going to find time to start meditating. Now I'm going to find time to start being present with my family and enjoying my life. Um, it's just fleeting, right? You'll hit that point and then you'll be on to the 10, you know, $10 million mark. And yeah. 
you'll you'll never find that true happiness and joy that you're that you're looking for. So I want to share a little bit about just my practice since I've known you for the past, I'm going to say 10 years. It's been a while. Um, I have gone through a lot in my life, but um, I also have found meditation and practiced in meditation and I'm a trades, I'm I'm a tradesman. I'm a second generation plumber. Like I'm through and through tough, like, man, like I would never think I'd want to meditate on anything, but what I want to share is it's 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 not like the length of your meditation practice or where you're meditating or how you're sitting or whatever it is. It's just about finding a little time to be still. And for me, it's five minutes, five days a week is what I can fit into my schedule and do. And I'll tell you what, there's some days where I'm looking forward to it, but most days I'm not necessarily looking forward to doing it because I have 500 other things that I need, that I should be doing, operating my own business, taking care of my own family, but it's finding that time in your routine that has really led to, for me, just the one word that comes to mind is happiness. Like when I'm doing that, I'm just a happier person in general. And I can tell when I'm not in my meditation practice, I'm the opposite of that. And so, and so speak on that a little bit. Like I, I know we've talked about happiness and joy and fulfillment, but it is, is like, Truly, like, why would I say that, hey, now I'm more happy that I have this routine versus if I was just to to randomly do it once a week or something like that? Yeah, I mean, so here's a deeper kind of what is meditation, right? Like, you know, meditation is cool now. It's hip. There's all kinds of, you know, there's these hundred million dollar companies with gadgets you put on your head and all kinds of jazz and stuff like that. Most people sell meditation as, oh, it, you know, it decreases stress and it, it makes you happier. Um, but there's, there's so many additional benefits way deeper than those things. And, and, you know, Dan, if you want, we can go into them, but I'll, I'll kind of <laughs> skip over that for right now. I just, I just want people to understand that meditation is not just for happiness and less stress, right? It does so many more things for you as a human and, and as a soul than, than just those things. Now, those things are a, a nice byproduct of them and that's how marketers sell it. Yeah. Uh, so there's no complaints there, but look, here, here's kind of the big part of what meditation does. Meditation helps you separate from that stream of, th- that stream of relentless thought that runs through your mind all day long. So that's why you get happier. That's why you live less stress. That's why you seem to have more fulfillment because you're not listening to these 60,000 thoughts that are running in your mind all the time, which are mostly negative. That's how we're programmed as humans because it was survival. Um, you know, where, where are we going to get food? Where are we going to get water? Where are we going to get money? Where are we going to get love? Where are we going to get support? You know, where are we going to get tribe? Um, are we going to get killed by a saber-toothed tiger? So meditation really just helps us separate from that stream of thinking that ultimately we we tend to believe is our is ourself which it's not but we won't go into that deep part uh, <laughs> quite yet so that's that's the benefit of meditation right like yeah. pay attention to what happens in your mind over the course of i mean uh, 10 minutes an hour like just sit there for a minute and just watch the thoughts in your head right like mm-hmm. it's like you know I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should go there. I should go get some water, man. I'm kind of thirsty. I kind of need some caffeine. I should have worked out this morning. I should have lifted more. I should have lifted le- less. My knees hurt my water. Like 
like just sit there for a second and watch it happen right and it's insanity no wonder no wonder we feel stressed and and like we're always failing because it just it's incessant it never stops so meditation helps you separate from that a little bit and get some distance from it and then you just kind of naturally live a, a better life and it naturally has those benefits of like less stress more happiness more fulfillment because you're actually present right you can actually enjoy talking to a stranger or getting a smile or waving at somebody while you're driving instead of flipping somebody off because you're just more present you're out of that stream of thinking that that never stops in your head so you know there's a reason why meditation you know goes back thousands of years and is just i mean how many happy people and and not very stressed people have you ever talked to and they and they don't say that meditation is a part of their routine it, it's it's almost commonplace now mm-hmm. and so it doesn't matter why they started it doesn't matter if they started oh because i just want to have less stress oh you know i don't know dan told me to meditate fine i'll meditate whatever <laughs> I'll, I'll do anything to try to be more happy and more fulfilled like whatever you say dan i'll meditate uh, so i don't care why it is that you start but everybody finds their own little like benefits from it and so one thing i'll tell people listening is when you start meditating don't have a specific outcome that you are trying to accomplish because you will miss something really awesome and beautiful for you just just give yourself the gift of meditating a couple days a week i mean hell when i started meditating i started with 2 minutes that was like the max i could do and then like you know a week or two later i went to 3 minutes and then 5 and i got up to like I don't know, over a year or two, I got up to like 20. Then I started doing like an hour and then I started going back down to 20. Um, but just start doing it and just see what happens. So don't, don't effort to get a specific result because you'll miss something that's way cooler than the result that you were efforting for. Um, but just start meditating. Give yourself the break from that stream of insanity that voice in your head that that never stops good that's good yeah it's just a matter of just starting and and making it a routine and being consistent with it but i I like that thought of not having the specific results of what it is you want to get from it because I, i think if you do that too soon then you probably stop the practice too soon, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Dan. I mean, you'll stop because you think, oh, I want to be happier or I want to be less stressed. And then when you're not getting it, well, you think you're not getting it. You're like, oh, it's not working. But yet, if you were paying attention, you might have this really cool other result over here, like your relationship with your spouse is increasing or your relationship with your kids is increasing or you're becoming a better leader, you know, because now you have extra time to, to follow Dan's leadership training advice like so just just yeah don't don't pigeonhole yourself into thinking you're going to get something like if if you're sick and tired of being stressed and you know overworked and just pulled in too many different directions like just try it on man like try something different don't go read your 50th business book and then have a yellow pad with 15 more things that you're never going to do. And then you feel like crap because you didn't do it. Like try something different and you will get a different result, which is what you're looking for. That's good. 
Uh, I know we're running short on time here, we're gonna be wrapping <laughs> this up, but uh, and uh, but I wanted to share one more thought because I often find myself, you know, doing an activity in life and thinking about how it relates to leadership and how it relates to business and how it relates to my family and so on and so forth. And so, um, one of my hobbies is I enjoy just taking care of my house, mowing the yard, having a nice yard, nice landscaping. Just I do it on the weekend, take care of all the different things I have, and I feel like. You know, whether it's your home, it's your business, it's your personal self, it's your faith, whatever it is for your life, like life is about like maintenance on what it is that you want to achieve. A lot of people just like, um, you, you know, like I, I use my yard as an example. It adds value to my house and I get that return in the future. But for, for a lot of people, it's like running their business, like they're running it in a chaotic state. All they're ever doing is putting out fires, but they're never really thinking about what's causing the fires. Like there's no routine to, to, um, to fix that like ahead of time. And so we talk about meditation and life and being a better leader, which is just being a better version of yourself. You have to start to maintain yourself, right? So meditation is a part of that. Your fitness is a part of that. Your, you know, the food you intake. Like so many different things we can go down, but I want people to kind of see that picture of now's the time to start to maintain yourself for a better future, and instead of waiting for that better future that may or may not ever come, because like I said earlier in the podcast. I can help you implement systems. I can help you do all these different things in your business. But at the end of the day, when you get to a certain level, everybody has their level. Some people's level is a million dollars. Some people's is $10 million, right? And they're all in between. But if you're not growing yourself, if you're not maintaining yourself, if you're not putting good things in front of yourself and doing good things, you're not going to be able to have the capacity to push through that level. And so if for anything else, that is a good reason why you should start to add something like meditation into your practice now. So you see it as a maintenance for your future success, whatever. Yeah, that I love that, man. That's so spot on. Like if you're going to be disciplined about something, be disciplined about working on yourself. Yeah. Cause it, it's, it's you, you're the only person that's responsible for you. Nobody else is going to help you. Nobody else is going to take it on. Like you got to do it. And don't wait because <laughs> you're right. You'll never do it, man. I love people that, that, you know, they're doing like half a million or maybe a million and they're like, okay, yeah. When I hit, you know, 3 million or something, I'm going to start donating 10%. Dude, if you can't give up 10 grand, you know, if you're making, let's say if you're making a hundred grand a year in a business, if you can't donate 10 grand now, imagine when you hit a million, or do you think you're really going to be able to give up a hundred thousand? Like just starting that day? No way. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, it's a practice now for sure. That's for sure, Stephen. So uh, just to wrap things up, let people know out there how they can hear more about um, you know, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis in your meditation practice or at Wit Digital. Just how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, awesome, man. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, you can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, Dan, I'll give you the link to my page. You probably have it. Yeah. Um, I can respond there. So if you have questions about meditation, I'm happy to answer them. Um, if you want to know more about wit, you can find out about wit digital at witdelivers.com. And you can also email me Stephen S T E P H E N at witdelivers.com. Um, I'm always happy to talk about this type of stuff. Uh, it's, I don't know. I, it's, I feel like it's the most important thing that people should be learning. Um, 
And then kind of business and that type of stuff comes right after that. Cause if you're not, if you're not the best version of yourself, you know, Dan, no matter how good your, your training is, if somebody's not the best version or at least working on becoming the best version of themselves, like it, you just, you can't even implement the best stuff that you can possibly get. So you've got to always have this personal practice of personal growth. Um, and a lot of it comes out of magical little things like meditation and just being quiet, not necessarily learning or reading a book, you know, every single day or learning every single day. But, um, uh, yeah. And then we do, uh, I do some talks with my, with a buddy of mine about this type of stuff. We get a little bit deeper into, uh, meditation and well, all that kind of stuff. And so, um, I can send you a link when we do our next one, Dan, but Sounds good. yeah, if anybody has any, any questions whatsoever about this stuff, man, hit me up. I love talking about it because, uh, for every, for every one person that gets impacted is we're just making the world a better place. One person at a time. That's it. That's it. Well, Stephen, thank you for coming on and uh, thank y'all for listening. If you like what you hear, definitely subscribe, uh, leave us a, a review. But once again, this pod- podcast is all about serving the trades and helping people level up in their leadership. And ultimately doing that will help you grow your business, live a happier, more fulfilled life. Thanks again, Stephen. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm.